0: What's up? Have a sip of that coffee. Turn up the volume a little bit. Yeah, what's up guys? This is another episode of Star- Stripe Stories today. I'll be talking without the visuals. But before I get into the interview and before I get into his personality, I would like to talk a little bit about how this interview came to be. So um over the summer break, as you guys know, I decided to take a break from podcasting. I um, had to overthink the concept and I was looking for guests. So, um, my I think my parents at that time, they they figured out how Instagram works. So, they were using it quite a lot. And my parents, they both come from a very... From a very uh, from from art background so um they're basically making a living um because of heart art because of graphic design because of um advertisement and all that stuff Mm. and so my mom she was sending me um a link to profile and i just looked at it and says out here visuals and i opened it and i saw a lot of really good pictures and Um, of a guy who's who's taking portraits of very famous rappers and tattoo artists and all that stuff Um, but before I will jump into this specifically, the one thing that caught my attention was obviously the fact that he was shooting with one of the most famous German rappers um, named Crow so I was really thrilled to just like check out his page and check out his art and so I checked out all his pictures, all the people he's shooting with, and I automatically fell in love with his style and the way he's working. So, um, I texted him, asking him for an interview, asking him to be on my show, and um, kind of surprisingly, he he replied and said, "Sure, let's let's make it happen." And I found out that he's actually located in L.A. Which is close to Phoenix, so I was like, "Yeah, I can I can drive up there. I can I can meet you there." So when I went back to to Phoenix, Arizona, I was planning the whole trip, and um, I was really thrilled planning that whole thing. The only the only little issue I had was probably my car, because I don't know if you guys know, but first of all, I love my car. Um, I bought it I think a year ago, and I'm a, I'm I'm really obsessed with it, even though it's just a really 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 shitty lexus which is 23 years old but i think if you have to be appreciative of one thing it should be your car because that that that's the that's the thing that takes you places so (laughs) i love my car and i was just wondering i was worried if that car would make the trip because i mean it's a six hour drive so but I said, all right, let's just do it. Let's see what happens. And I went to L.A., took a couple of good pictures on the trip. So as you guys know, you take just basically one road to L.A. from Phoenix, and it's just called the 10, and you stay there for 5 hours and 40 minutes, and that's about it. And nothing happened. I'm really glad nothing happened, but um, that was just another issue happening or going on when i when i finally came to la and that was the hotel problem because i had a hotel i booked a hotel the night before and honestly it really looked good on pictures it really looked solid obviously i'm on a budget i'm a student it's not that i'm gonna stay in a super good hotel but i didn't want to stay in a very sketchy hotel as well Because I was kind of hoping I could do the interview at the hotel and that kind of stuff. Because we didn't have a place where we could meet yet. So, Um, but then I I I drove there and it was like it was honestly the worst. It was no, it was just super sketchy. So I was mad already. It was it wasn't really um, like like it appeared to be on the pictures, you know. So um, I was. Kind of mad already, and then that whole that whole trip just stressed me out a lot. All right. Fortunately, we were able to meet the next day, um, which kind of occurred another problem because the hotel there was no chance we could have the interview there. Um, but then on the other hand, like I didn't want to like rent a room for a hun- another hundred dollars and that kind of stuff. So um, Ben, A.K.A. Out Here Visuals, he came out with plan to meet just at a, at a park and uh, I thought that, that might be a good idea. Next problem was we never saw each other so it was kind of like a blind date, you can say. Um, but yeah, we were finally able to meet and then I was already over it. I was stressed out and <laughs> I didn't know. I just wanted to get this interview. I was working on it for, you can say, almost three months um but surprisingly there was a a boat rental because the um, park had a little lake so I asked Ben if he wants to do the interview on the boat because I thought maybe that's a unique spot that's just a funny way to do it and so we we rent a, like a swan shaped paddle boat <laughs> to make this interview happen and um I was a little bit afraid about the if that would affect the audio quality. And I have to admit, the quality is not 100% perfect, but you guys can power through for sure. Like, it's not gonna affect whatever he's saying. Like, you guys still have a really solid listening experience. And you guys know that that is one of my main priori- pri- priorities. I'm sorry. Um, so, I'm glad the, the surroundings didn't affect the quality at all. Um, or only slightly, but it was just fun chilling with a, with a really chilled dude on a lake in a, in a swan-shaped paddle boat. And I just thought that's hilarious. And I thought that's just uh, the story behind the podcast and because there's stories behind the stories of my guests. So, um, I just thought that's worth sharing. Um, so excuse the long intro. Um, but that's about it and now we jump right into the introduction of out here visuals Ben Church is his original name and he moved to Los Angeles two and a half years ago where he met Sean Kingston and traveled the world with him. He went to 16 countries in 11 months, and his main job was just to take pictures of Sean and capture his life and capture his creativity. This was his first step into the scene of art and rap, as well as R&B and LA. And he found a lot of other guys that, were able to shoot with him. A lot of other models, artists, musicians um, that he could capture and that he could take pictures with. Um, So from that point on, out here visuals gained a lot of momentum and just became a very important photographer, especially in the LA area. Today he's shooting with one of the most famous artists out there. I already mentioned it but he's shooting with crow which is probably the number one st- rap star in germany he's shooting with trippy rat who's about to release his new album soon and who's just an icon especially in clout rap but he's also having a lot of models and tattoo artists such as Christy mag and the list goes on what i love about his working style is that he's not always shooting with the most famous people, but he's also giving a platform for uprising artists um, and people that are in the process of becoming very famous. Um, This just shows to me that Ben truly cares about art and he truly cares about capturing interesting people. Here are the three things that you guys are gonna get out of the podcast from Ben Church and our talk today. First of all, if you have something that you're passionate about, just go out here and do it. Because Ben loved photography, but he never studied it, but he still went out there, took pictures, and it turned out to be a really successful thing for him. So you guys can do it too if you have a hobby. Just go out there and pursue it. Second of all is invest into relationships. As Ben claims, the art industry or music industry in LA is just all about relationships so make sure you invest in relationships make sure you stay close to friends and family and all that stuff last but not least what I learned from that whole trip was just being organized and the, the more you organize the more likely the interview is going to turn out well for you so um, And this goes hand-in-hand with everything you do. So let's say you're a podcaster, you're a photographer, you are an athlete. Preparation is key. So the night before, the day before, months before, a match or an interview or a shoot, just make sure you have everything ready, you have everything planned out and it's going to be good. But if you're not ready, if you're not prepared, the interview or whatever you're doing is more likely to fail. Uh, None of us want that before we start right into this podcast please guys make sure you hit the subscribe button and leave a rating because apparently that is what's super important for all the podcasters don't ask me why and you can find me on my social media under Star stripe stories Instagram Twitter and Facebook for daily news and daily updates behind the scene behind the-scene stuff everything yeah and that's it show out here visuals some love enjoy the heck out of the podcast let's go all right let's just start what's up this is Star Stripe stories here out of la with out here visuals how you doing man how you doing i'm doing great i'm mm-hmm. out here on the lake driving a swan looking over beautiful skyline of la
1: wonderful day
0: hey, it is man la is a weird city right
1: most definitely there's it's very diverse.
0: It is we were walking around downtown yesterday and it was i think for a photographer it's an amazing place because you just find so many characters. It's just amazing to shoot, right?
1: Yeah, especially just shooting people like I don't shoot landscapes or anything anymore. I mainly just shoot portraits and you see a lot of characters here.
0: Yeah. So I mean, I mentioned in the intro already, or I'm going to mention in the intro already, you're a pretty famous photographer out of LA. You're shooting with a lot of superstars, especially coming from, like, the rap business or R&B business. Can you tell us a little bit about the people that you're shooting with?
1: Well, I wouldn't say I'm famous, but I'm definitely getting my foot in the door with a lot of different people. Um, I shoot with a lot of up-and-coming artists, And kind of help show moments that you wouldn't get to see of their life I don't really prefer to shoot them on stage, I'd rather shoot them in a moment when they're having fun or smiling or just catch them in the moment Um, I like to shoot a lot of candid photography just kind of hang around different studios, like music studios and Become friends with them and just capture their everyday life, and just do that with many different artists, and it leads to a lot of different opportunities. And it's been a it's been a really fun experience, and got a lot of big things coming from doing that. Um, it usually leads to doing cover work for their singles right. or. Like, real photo shoots with, like, scenes and Mm -hmm. bigger budgets and stuff like that.
0: How long have you been out here in L.A.? I've been out here for
1: two and a half years. Yeah. I moved out here and I met Sean Kingston and I traveled the world with him. Oh, no way. For, like, 11 months. We went to, like, 16 different countries. Yeah. And that was kind of, like, my foot in the door. In the industry, yeah.
0: So that is how you get to know all of the people you're shooting with. Was that like kind of like?
1: I wouldn't say that's how I got to know the people I'm shooting with now, but that's how I learned how to kind of like move around in this Mm. music industry and develop a style um, of shooting because I was shooting with them every day and I had to capture them in different ways and my page ended up just becoming mostly him right and then i learned that i don't really want my page to become or my photography to become just one person i want to capture many different people and help people come up and bring people into this world that wouldn't really have a chance to um, if it wasn't for like the connections that I've made or that my team has made along the way
0: so let me go back a little bit to when you started taking pictures Mm -hmm. when did that happen like when was the moment when you decided yeah taking pictures or like photography in general is like one of my biggest passions in life
1: well art has always been like my main form of release or passion in life I used to paint and do graphic design before I did photography. But I've always, I've always done photography, like picked up family members' um, cameras and went on trips with my friends skateboarding and went two hours out of the way during high school and captured them skateboarding and just like the life that we were living. But yeah. it was never my camera so I never picked it up full time. Um and then probably five years ago I met an artist that was opening up for a lot of he was opening up for a lot of artists that were big at the time and I kind of just followed him around and created a company out of it and
0: but you never like studied photography. You just went out of there and took pictures and that was it.
1: I mean, I definitely had a photography class when I was in high school. Yeah, but but yeah. that's it. Like, that's it. But I never like went to school for it, or that was my main form of study, or anything like that.
0: So yeah, that's. I mean, I kind of like the idea that you just go out there and you know, like you do your thing, and then you'll see what comes out, and all of a sudden, it turns out to be you know, like you can actually be successful with it, and you get to know a lot of nice people you can shoot with. Most definitely so i mean your style is very unique you know from like other photographers i think we have to get out of the way of that of the sound sound, yeah which uh let's we should go left (laughs) see that's the struggles of having this interview because we're on a lake (laughs) but i i kind of like the unique spot we're on man (laughs) it's cool right (laughs) so you said Photography is your thing, but can you describe your style a little bit? Because it's really something that stands out from the usual, yeah, beauty shoots, or you know, you don't have that. Like, describe your style a little bit. I would
1: say, I think that my style, I try to create timeless moments where even if we are shooting in 2019 people can look back at it and be like see a moment in history like when you would look in Rolling Stone magazine or when you would see an old picture of Tupac and Biggie or something like that I try to kind of capture a moment in time in a unique way where it's a simple moment, it's just hanging around with them and there's a certain art to it. I would say, I guess, I would try to... I would try to say my, my style is, I guess, timeless.
0: Okay, that's cool, and like, can you name like some topics of your photography? So we were talking about a little bit, you said you're taking pictures with mostly rappers but also with tattoo models and all that stuff. So could you name like some themes?
1: Yeah, I mean, I really wanna get into high fashion photography, whether it be with a model or even with a music artist in that sense. But yeah, I mean, I capture, I guess up and coming celebrities and people who, have some sort of influence in the culture
0: yeah
1: whether it be a tattoo model or a singer a
0: songwriter a producer just a everything rapper. that kind of captures the culture and that we're living in you know
1: yeah and really I really just love capturing my friends and interesting people and capturing people who Kind
0: of catch your eye. yeah. So yeah. you're shooting with people that have more than 3, 4, 5 million followers on Instagram. Like they're really dominating the music scene and all that stuff. But did you make such a connection? You know, like, because you've only been here for two and a half years. You know, like that's actually not so much time, you know, but you're still able to get all those people in front of your camera. Um,
1: it comes from a few different things. One thing is always keeping good connection with someone. Keeping good relationship. Becoming friends with people and being genuine with them. Goes a really long way. Um, And hard work and determination like turnover times. like When I do a photo shoot and hang out with someone in a studio most of the time I get all their photos back edited to them either the morning like after or literally like a couple hours after so it's like convenience
0: and the style that I bring to the table Um, and then obviously once you like kind of get to know the people like you're able to get like decent connections that
1: for sure and then say I shoot Trippy Red and he's in the studio with Diplo mm. and I don't shoot for Diplo normally but since I'm in the studio with Trippy someone else is in the studio with us and I'm able to capture that
0: moment how is it to be around those people like is it inspiring is it just fun to chill with those guys cuz you know their lifestyle it seems, seems pretty fun you like you know what i'm saying like
1: i mean their lifestyle is fun because they they have crazy lifestyle as well man because they're making they're making enough money where they're able to do whatever they want in life true and, but it's also difficult because they have to get out an album or they have to get out a song or they have to deliver this and i'm in the studio during their creative process. So, the first time I met Trippy, I didn't shoot him for like three or four hours. Right. I just kind of sat around and watched how he moved, and kind of became accustomed to him. And he didn't acknowledge me until like the fourth or fifth time I was in the studio with him. Um, and you can't always just can't always just walk up to them and talk to them like they are normal people even though they are um, they become startled, they think you're a fan, they think you want something out of them they think you're there in the studio to show a wrong side of them, so you have to earn their trust Right. I
0: was gonna say, like that is probably super difficult to do those kind of people, because they... I feel like if you're really famous like a lot of people want something from you, but I mean You're still there. You're not there to, like, you know, get something from their fame. You're, like, you're you're interested in taking nice pictures, you know what I'm saying? Like, but you still have to, you know, gain their trust, like, or get their trust, like, gain trust from those
1: artists. Most definitely. I don't want anything from any of these artists. Like, I'm living my own life, but they're helping me show my vision and helping me bring other artists that I believe
0: in up from mm-hmm. areas that they wouldn't be able to be seen so when you look at your pictures and we're gonna do that later a little bit mm-hmm. trying to describe your pictures um, you can really see that it doesn't go along with it with like the norm of beauty you know in, mm-hmm. in today's society like you're shooting people with a lot of tattoos rastas you know like people that are smoking weed you know it's, it's just crazy but Like, do you have a definition for beauty or what would you say like to those people who say, alright, you need Jill Ziel Bunchen or you need a Heidi Klum in front of the camera to make like beauty shots? Um For me I would say
1: Beauty is happiness. Like beauty is capturing them and their moment, them and their I guess it would just be capturing them in their moment. Like, for me, that's a beautiful moment to me. Because, like, yesterday I got to go to a festival and I've never shot any of these artists at the festival that I was at. Right. Um, And I had a few shots in mind that I really wanted to get. And I was able to achieve most of them. And they weren't just them on stage performing it was them in their moment of happiness
0: yeah. like when they're like kind of able to fulfill their passion you know like you capture them while they're performing like while they're doing what whatever they love you know but you you talked a little bit about it like you have stuff in mind before you go to a shoot and that would be like that would lead me to my next question before you get ready uh, before you got, like get ready for a shoot like let's say with Trippy Red or with Crow with all those artists like do you have like a mood in in your mind already? Do you have like a certain picture in your mind the day before or you just go out there and take pictures and then something cool happens kind of spontaneously? How does that work?
1: Um I wouldn't say if I'm going to hang out in the studio, I have a moment that I want to capture with them. But definitely if I'm doing a planned photo shoot, I definitely have a mood board and inspirations to pick from and if we're doing a music video, same way, there's a treatment involved, um, and it's just capturing their vision and my vision and being able to mesh them together. Mm. Um,
0: and that's how, like, how you treat your models as well. So you don't really tell them what to do. You just let them live. You know, let them perform. Let them do whatever they love, and then you capture the moment. Is that true?
1: Yeah, most definitely. I don't give much direction. Oh, cool. Um, and when I do, it's very slight. I'm not telling them to pose this way or anything like that. It's more of a sense of, let's shoot over here with with this background. Yeah. Um, or I choose a location that has like, like 10 different like looks in it and I have them bring different outfits and that's my form of direction and then they know how to
0: pose and right. be a natural model so cause I was gonna say like it is hard to like portray their real character in those pictures like and it's for you as a photographer you must be kind of able to you know like mirror their lifestyle how do you do that? um what do you mean? like in a picture, usually the models, they kind of need to show how their lifestyle is, you know. But you, as a photographer, have to, you know, like you have to bring it on a stage, you know. You actually have to, you know, take the picture, pull the trigger, you know, like most definitely. Um, so your role is different as well. Like you're the one that's portraying their lifestyle, but also like you need to get your model to, you know.
1: Yeah, and. I would say with models it's like they have a certain lane that they're in, they have a certain style and I try to go against that. Mm. Like I try to capture them in a different moment that not everyone
0: else would. Okay, that's cool. We can talk a little bit about photography more in general mm-hmm. since it's like one of the biggest passions you have probably. Mm-hmm. Um, so. What is a high-quality picture for you? Mm. Like, when do you know, damn, that's a good picture?
1: Just again, like, seeing the happiness, seeing the overall composition. Like, I don't really care about if it's... Pixelated, or right. if it has grain in it, or any of uh, the normal photo standards, yeah. like I rather just capture an interesting moment and show people art rather than f- follow the rules. and try to go against it.
0: You're using social media it's probably uh, like Instagram is one of your main platforms to promote your pictures. Is that true?
1: yeah i would say instagram is my portfolio yeah like that's where you could see what kind of photos
0: i take and the
1: layout of my instagram
0: well do you think it's a like for photographers do you think it's a good thing to that instagram is kind of the main platform where photographers can post because oftentimes i feel like kind of the quality gets left behind when you post on Instagram because you have all the ads around it, you have the profile links and you know like, you don't really have the the proper picture anymore, you know Facts, I mean back in the
1: day being able to print your photos and put them in a book or give people like 300 prints when they're done, or just
0: in a museum or something, you know,
1: yeah just being able to host gallery events and everything like that I really just think be, having people be able to see your work of art from all over the world in such an easy access is... That is the cool thing about it. That's yeah. the cool thing about it. What sucks about Instagram is the algorithm and how they hinder that from many in, in many different ways. Like, you can see your profile fluctuate in viewers just because they don't think that picture should go on the timeline or something uh, like that. So, it does suck that it's regulated because I think that's wrong. Art shouldn't be regulated by any means. But it's just business. It's what just kind
0: of regulation did you experience? Um, like I
1: said, it's an al- there's an algorithm to yeah. Instagram. It's how you react to others. Um, how others react to you. Um, if you post too many times or post something that Instagram don't like, they will shadow ban you. And that basically is like, they throttle your account. They Less viewers see it. Oh. It won't show up on someone's feed. Something
0: That's like trash, that.
1: Like so probably a month and a half ago I was losing like half of the likes that I normally get not that likes matter to me or anything like that I just want many people to be able to see my work Exactly. and I was shooting and posting quality work and some, some of my best pieces and they were just getting left behind and I don't really understand why but it happened because it's a platform that has a business behind it and
0: so what would like your favorite place where you could put your pictures out out there what, how would that look like my favorite place or kind of like a favorite platform like besides instagram
1: i don't think there really is another platform right now that um, that is accessible and is laid out the way that instagram is where you can reach your viewers in such an easy task um i get a lot of business from instagram through messaging and Mm -hmm. through referrals just by someone sending someone my profile i mean you found me through instagram exactly you know what i mean so i don't think there is another platform and i don't know if there ever will be there there might be Hmm. um but I'd really like to host, like, a gallery event and be able to show my photos live or create a book, like a coffee table book or
0: something like oh, that. Oh, that'd be cool. Because, yeah, I was going to say, like, the, the quality of the picture just gets so much better when you have it in a book or you have it in a gallery. But then on the other hand, like, that brings a lot of other challenges. But you should probably gather around some of the some of your friends, like the artists you're shooting with they come to your first audition or kind of like that'd be cool man
1: yeah I'm definitely working on some things like that where I'm able to show my stuff live or I'm, re- I'm gonna be working on a book here soon probably with all my black and white photos first because those don't take very well on Instagram but I have a lot of them built up yeah um, but I think I think that's what I want to do next is A coffee table book so everyone can look through, like, the history that I've captured
0: so far. Can you talk a little bit about your working progress? What do you mean? Like, let's say, compared, like, when you started, compared to where you're at right now.
1: Well, I mean, I'm learning every day. Um, More so, now what I'm learning is business and how to bring the bigger clients in and work with their managers mm. rather than just the artist um, and I guess my progress is quicker now and I'm not just always experimenting I know what I want to do now like yeah. I know how I want to capture someone I know how I want to edit it if um, a natural moment comes in its way, then i'm gonna benefit from it, and i'm gonna be able to capture an intimate moment, but I know how I want to do it now before it was just like I was just taking pictures because of who they were or, yeah. or but now it's like art to me like I figured it out.
0: You were talking a bit li- a little bit about editing mm-hmm. how. How much do you edit your pictures after you after you took them? I mean, I edit
1: every single one of
0: them, but I don't over edit them. Yeah. cuz um, cuz the picture like the quality gets worse kind of, right?
1: Most definitely. I mean, it, it it really just depends. Like there are moments when I don't have to add anything on a picture. But for me, the aesthetic that I try to create um, and the style that I've created, um, I really like to edit and bring out that style and those color tones. Um, I can take a picture and not edit it, and it looks great, but I tend not to because that's like leaving a blank canvas on the wall. Gotcha. That's like buying a canvas and, like putting the canvas on the wall and like it's done you know what I mean it's halfway (laughs) there I do do have clients that ask me well can I just get the raw images or can I just get the photos and not have them edited and I usually don't let them do that even if they want to pay for it because then it's not fully my work of
0: art gotcha so we're gonna play a little game right here I'm gonna be showing you a couple of your own pictures you're trying to describe it to people who since this is a podcast, they obviously can't see it. Um, so I'm gonna show you a couple of pictures and you're trying to like describe it as accurate as possible. That's the first one. Oh. No. <laughs> that's your photo. No, that's yeah, there you
1: go. Try like tell them who it is or
0: Yeah, whatever you see. I'm um, trying to describe it.
1: So this photo is at Trippy Red's release party um, like a week ago um, and I mean it's him lighting up a joint but it's him showing how happy he is in the moment mm-hmm. and it's a big look because this this is an album that he really cares about. He spent a lot of time on it and he switched his style up a lot. And for me this is capturing him in a happy moment in like at the release party and that's
0: history for him. Alright. We'll scroll through the next one. Might see if I cause they're all, they're all crazy man. They're all crazy but I love them. my family loves them as well. Like really? like my parents, they they love him as well. But I told I told you they're like into art a lot. So, we're talking about the next, one, next picture right now. Um, this is Christy Mack. She was an
1: adult film star. She went through a form of heartbreak and trouble in her career. Um, she literally almost died because she got beaten up by her boyfriend. And for me, this is a longtime friend of mine before she was in the industry I used to work at a shoe store with her when I was in high school and she was in high school and then she got into the adult films like she got into modeling and then she got into adult film and then what happened with her she she got beat up by her boyfriend and she literally had to get reconstructive surgery on her face and went through a lot of heartbreak and a lot of trauma and for me this is like capturing her true beauty like i don't what can
0: you see on the picture
1: it's her getting ready in front of a mirror for our photo shoot and um like i try not to capture her like completely naked like other people do Mm -hmm. i try to i just try to put her in more of a high fashion world rather than a raunchy like adult film world gotcha all right
0: Let's talk about the next the next picture because you're shooting with a lot of or not with a lot of but like with especially one very famous German artist. Crow?
1: Exactly.
0: He's the one I'm talking about. I told you I like live close to him.
1: That's crazy. So this is Crow getting ready for a music video that we were shooting uh 1975 with Majan um, it's great song and this is him just getting into character for the like we were inside of like a motel room mm-hmm. that they rented out and he was just sitting against the wall like <laughs> preparing for his role in the video and I saw the picture in the moment and the unique like art for it like it's a crazy angle um, you're able to see I like the colors yeah you're able to see like vibrancy it wasn't this vibrant there um, but it was like a baby blue wall it just wasn't as vibrant and this is yeah this is one of my favorite pictures I've ever taken
0: Really?
1: Mm-hmm. Um... but he's an interesting character like he's he's a director like, yeah, he knows exactly what he wants out of his vision, and to be able to shoot that with him and share his vision and be able to learn from him, really. I don't get to learn from a lot of artists in the visual world because a lot of them don't really know what they want or they just want what others want, right? Crow is not like that. Crow literally had every scene drawn out with, like, stick figures.
0: Crazy. And you said, like, your your pictures, they... You make them spontaneously. Can you say that? Uh, they're candids. I try to be... Snapshots, almost.
1: Yes. I try to be, like,
0: a fly on the wall. Like, I try not to be there. Because then, I mean, you really picture, like, the real way how those artists are, you know what I'm saying?
1: Most definitely. I try to capture their
0: emotions and who they are as a person I'm gonna I'm see if I can find one more I think this is This is really like a controversial one probably
1: um, this was actually for a t-shirt idea that we had for 420 um, <laughs> and uh, she wanted to do something that was like Probably like three or four years ago there was a lot of photos like this on shirts um, and she was trying to capture that and this one Um, and she was just trying to promote herself and a company at the same time and this was what we captured and how we did it.
0: Have you everything... I mean you're doing music videos as well, what's Mm -hmm. planned next? Um, Right now I'm focused on building
1: our company our production company Bright Minds ENT um, we're working on a lot of music videos right now um, some documentaries type stuff we just went to Texas with Michael B Jordan um, who is a one of the most prolific actors of our time right now um, and he's doing like a military style movie coming up so he was training with um some like private military style people like gun training this this and this and so one of my partners was out there filming um him for that role and we're trying to start like some sort of documentary off that um and then yeah, just continuing to shoot people and capture moments and staying true to my art and um, just building a solid production company um, and bringing a lot of visuals to the table to inspire
0: others. All right, maybe next question. It's already the last question of today, man. <laughs> so at Strive Stories, I'm always trying to see Failure is not necessarily a bad thing, you know, like you can really learn out of failure or like develop strength out of it Mm -hmm. So my question to every guest, my last question is always What was your biggest failure in life and how did you grow out of it and like what strength did you develop out of it? I would say the biggest Or maybe hardship you faced, you know, like hardship, issues, failure, that kind of stuff
1: I would say one of the biggest hardships that I faced that has put me to where I am today is I was working for an ad agency and getting into like commercial style photography on the side really for money and to like learn to turn this into a career profession I wasn't doing when I am now full-time and basically they told me I had to stop shooting music videos and I had to stop shooting photography on the side in order to learn the business side and I told them no and then came out and took a trip to California the next week and then I met Sean Kingston and traveled the world with him but I would say some of the biggest failures in life that I have experienced that have pushed me to be where I'm at today I would say is heartbreak like meeting people and connecting with them and being in a relationship for so long and then you're comfortable, you're in a comfortable zone, like you're used to what you're doing and then that ends and then you have to figure out what you're gonna do in life next. And just figuring it out on the fly and going with your gut instinct and creating for a living for me has been my biggest form of happiness yet.
0: I already, I also want to talk a little bit about the fact that you're shooting a lot of famous guys, but then you're shooting people that might only have like 200, 300 Instagram followers. Like, what's up with that? Like, I really think you're staying true to art, you're staying true to music, because you're not only trying to get like the famous people out there, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, for, for me, it's not about shooting famous people. It's about capturing the art. Yeah, the famous people are helping me get to a place I want to be at, but I want to be able to bring others up and give that them that opportunity to be in the position they're in because there's a lot of talented artists out there that aren't known. Yeah. Like. Majan was on his way up but when he did the collaboration with Crow it really pushed him forward and people started to take him really serious because people were looking at him as just another Crow before but then when they see Crow work with him messes with them then we mess with them you know what i mean so it's i guess it's just um getting co-signed with people like walking into a room with the management and they're like this is our guy and they're walking into the label and they're telling the head of the label like these this is our team and then the label's like well we have a team that has this much money and and these amount of followers and like they don't care we don't care, like, this is this is our people, you know what I mean? Like, I want to stick with this. That's that's the true relationship that is coming from all this. It's, like,
0: real friendships. I feel like in the music business, a lot is about connections, I guess.
1: Yeah, it's a lot about connections, and it's a lot of smoke
0: and mirrors, too. Yeah. Mm. It's hard, especially in L.A. I think, like, there's so many people that are trying to make it in the music. Damn. <laughs> Most definitely, I mean,
1: I look at the music industry in two different sides. There's you as a character, like Trippy Red, that's not his real name, you know what I mean? That's not who he is as a person always. Like, you have to stay true to your character and you have to stay true to who you are. Like, you have to separate those two worlds or else you're gonna get lost in the sauce and
0: a lot of trouble's gonna come from it. I'm trying to escape for from the sound, dude. It's going to mess up the audio. I actually got to check out the audio afterwards if it was fine, but I think it would it should be fine. It should this be is okay. It's a decent microphone. Yeah. You know. It's it is. See, usually the podcasts are not on a swan <laughs> in LA on a lake. You know, but I dig it. Yeah. I dig it a lot. Well, well, trying to rescue ourselves from the water, I guess. But man, it was a it was a good hour with you.
1: No, most definitely. Thanks for reaching out. Um, it was cool just reading a DM from someone who looks at my work from nowhere near my circle. Like you're from Germany originally. You live here in America right now, going to school, and it's just cool to see. My work actually reaching to people that believe in it and you wanting to do the podcast and come out here and learn about kind of the lifestyle that is out here and show others that is really cool to me and I really appreciate that.
0: Well, I hope I could like educate some people about your lifestyles or the way you work because so the next time they're going to see maybe your pictures, they no kind of story behind those pictures you know that that's important for me because i feel like sometimes the the person who's shooting the picture is taking the picture you know kind of gets left behind and because you can't really see him you know
1: yeah most definitely i mean there's photographers out there that they want to take pictures with the artists and they want to do this this and this and i don't want to be in front of the camera like i'm getting more comfortable with it like just taking pictures with friends and stuff, but I want people to look at my work and then if if they realize who I am, that's really cool in person, but but it doesn't have to be that way. You know what I mean? I got you.
0: Well, that was it, folks. That was the episode with Out Here Visuals. It was a pleasure, man. It was nice. We'll see each other soon. I'll try to come out to LA. More, as often as I can uh, as I can do and it was a lot of fun man most definitely thanks for having me and' thanks for being on the show uh, thank you and that's basically it guys thanks again for tuning in thanks again for powering with me through that beautiful hour I'll be releasing my new episode in two weeks so make sure you tune in again it's gonna be a lot of fun again. And yeah, if you don't follow me on my social media, just make sure you check out Star Stripe Stories on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. But also, if you haven't um, given this podcast a rating or a subscription, make sure you do that. And again, thanks for all the love. I appreciate every feedback. I appreciate every listener. Um, I see you guys in two weeks. Thanks for all the help. Bye-bye.